Hello, I'm Ros Chandler from Fieldgate Flowers. You are listening to the Cut Flower Podcast. This is for you if you want to learn more about growing your own cut flowers. We'll cover loads of subjects, things like citing a patch, your soil, manure and compost, seeds and germination, perennials and biennials, foliage and so much more. We'll have some exciting guests along the way. Thank you very much for listening. And today we're here to talk about sweet peas and how you grow them, what should you grow. We've been asked lots and lots of questions about sweet peas. So I thought I'd answer all of your questions. So we'll start with, are sweet peas a good cut flower? Now, personally, I have a love-hate relationship with sweet peas. I love them because they're scented and they're beautiful and they're British and they've got lots of heritage. But I dislike them because their vase life is really quite short. If you're lucky, you can get four to five days. So they're not ideal for wedding bouquets or or any sort of arrangements which are out of water. And so as a florist, that's always quite frustrating. But I'm now back in love with them again. They are a true British flower. So are they a good cut flower? Mm, Short-lived. If you could add sugar to the jar sugar to the um, vessel that you've got the sweet peas in, that will make a big difference and might add a day or two. So as the flowers open, just keep cutting them and cutting them and you'll get further cut flower production, which is great for a cut flower garden. Don't leave the seeds on to develop on the plants. Remember that sweet peas are annuals and if the seeds develop, they'll tell the plant that all the work is done, doesn't need to work any harder and the plant will start to die back. So that's your first um, answer, I hope, to our sweet peas, a good cut flower. Secondly, should we cut the tendrils off? This is always quite a popular question. And I would say that cutting off the tendrils is not essential, but it does prevent prevent them from getting all tangled up. Um, That's really the only reason you would do it. As the flowers open, just keep cutting them, cutting them, and that will give you more flower production. And don't worry about the tendrils. Again, as I've said before, don't leave the seeds to develop on the plants. They're just annuals, and I wouldn't worry about that. Third question, again, sort of we've covered was, should you pick sweet peas? Oh, yes. The more you pick them, the more they grow. Once your sweet pea plants are in full flower, just keep deading them. Keep picking them. Invite friends round. Have a sweet pea party. Whatever you do, just keep picking them. You'd be amazed how quickly they come back. Can you grow flowers, can you grow sweet peas in pots? Mm, It depends how big the pot is. Um, Sweet peas have a really long root um, situation. So you need to make sure that the pot's fairly large, something like 20 litres, quite a big pot. You know, with their root system, they really don't like being bound in a smaller pot. So the answer to that is yes, you can, but it needs to be a fairly large pot. Always a question, um, how do I support my sweet peas? Well, as you know, um, they grow quite gangly um, and quite um, high. So then I would tie the new shoots of any climbing plant to either cane, a pea stick, some netting, some trellis. You know, sometimes we'll cut branches and they'll grow up them. They need something to hang on to. Um, so they need the tendrils in contact with the support so it naturally grips on it so the more grippy the surface the better off it is and that's why branches and twigs are ideal for this 
One question that we've had this week on the Cut Flower Collective group is, how do I stop my sweet peas becoming leggy? And we would say, you've really done nothing wrong, and they just need to have the tops, tops pinched out so they grow more shoots. Then gradually get them used to the outside conditions by putting them outside, somewhere sheltered during the day, bringing them in at night. And so leggy isn't anything you've done, it's just you need to pinch the tops out. How do I prepare the ground? Well, this is important for any plant, honestly, but ground preparation for sweet peas is paramount. We would dig the soil deeply early in the year and add a general good compost. Organic matter, well-rotted manure is the best. In fact, we had another dump load yesterday of horse manure, which is amazing. So I'm going to go out there later and cover it with some tarpaulin to keep the heat in so it rots quicker. Um, it's funny, I've got him on my telephone as Mr. Muck, and I don't really know his name. So if he's listening to this, I'm really sorry. But Mr. Muck, thank you very much for your muck yesterday. Oh, anyway, back to the, the questions. So so obviously, you put organic matter, well-rotted manure in best. It's best to put it in the autumn. Um, if you mix too much in the spring, you'll get lots of stems and leaves and not many flowers. So if that happens, it means you put too much manure or compost, or whatever you're going to use in the spring. Should I grow my sweet peas in sun or shade? Honestly, sweet peas do not grow well in the shade. They hate it. They like the sunshine, a bit like me. Think of me sitting on a uh, sun lounge somewhere nice and hot. That's what a sweet pea likes. That's perhaps why I like them now. So another question that's come up in the cut flower group this week is how do I grow seeds? Um, sweet pea seeds um, love deep pots or tubes. They produce, as I said, this long tap root system, which needs to develop if the plant is going to be successful. It's going to be based around the root. Whatever you use, make sure you transplant them without disturbing the roots. They really don't like being disturbed. You can sow directly into the ground from April onwards. However, few, you know, if you, if the best way is to obviously put them in pots and then bring them out and you get them earlier. But worst case scenario, you can put them in the open ground from April onwards. Do I need to harden off? We've sort of covered this, but yes, you do. As soon as your seedlings are large enough, and I would say that was about five centimetres, harden them off and plant them outdoors. So, you know, you've got to, got to harden them off very gently. They don't like to be subjected to cold very quickly. So just bring them out during the day and then take them back to a coal frame or a polytunnel or a greenhouse at night, and then slowly they will adapt to the climate. They are quite hardy and they will grow in the soil in cool conditions, but not frost. Okay, so don't do it too early. Next question. So what do I do as my sweet pea grows? As the plants start to grow, the most important thing is obviously the support and try using a soft tie or some soft string we use here on the farm and we tie them to the frame in order that it's supported. Obviously, when you do that, just be careful not to damage the sweet pea. They are quite delicate, delicate little flowers. One of the questions which comes up a lot is how much should I water sweet peas? Watering is essential. Dry soil at the roots during bud formation results in the bud drop and the stems without flowers. So that's what happens there. This usually happens at the beginning of the season when there's quite a lot of rainfall. And people just assume that soil is wet enough. It often isn't. 
that's the situation. So dry soil is a problem to a sweet pea. So please make sure you hydrate it. How do I feed it? As soon as the plants start to grow after planting them out and throughout the whole growing season, feed with a general liquid fertilizer. Tomato fertilizers are good. Um, and obviously organic growers might like to try dried blood. That was my mother's recipe for success and always seemed to work. Because um, obviously here on the farm, we're not using fertilizers, which were liquid form. We're obviously growing organically. Um, I would say it doesn't need too much feeding sweet peas, to be honest. Um, they do grow very well. They are quite hardy once they get going. So when do I plant? Remember, the sweet peas were sown in the autumn outdoors in cold frames or in highly heated greenhouses. This means the plants are well developed and can be planted out early in the following spring, giving you earlier flowers. If you haven't done that, don't panic. It doesn't matter. You can plant in the spring too. We do half and half. We cover our bases. And we only do that because we've got a lot going on in the spring. And yes, if you plant them in the autumn, you get a head start. But it's not a worrying fact. Um, if you haven't planted them in the autumn, don't panic. Um, it's not imperative. So which varieties to grow? Um, oh, my goodness. Where to start with this? You know, I love seed catalogs. You know, I'm a seedaholic cataloger. And there must be a there must be something. If anyone's got any, whatever that's called, maybe it's a shopping addiction. But I mean, it's a shopping addiction for plants, nothing else. So if anyone's got a word that we could make up for somebody who loves seed catalogs and collects them and even has last year's. The names of sweet peas, I find, oh, it's quite funny. Um, it's rather like if you want to pick a horse at the Grand National and you just go because you like the name. So things like we've got sweet peas called Richard and Judy and Anniversary and Scylla. I wonder if that's named after Scylla Black. Probably is. Dave Thomas. Anybody know who he is? one called Janie, one called William and Kate. I mean, a lot of them are obviously named after the growers. But um, yeah, I do find it quite amusing. So there are millions. So where do you start? Okay, well, if you're growing for a cut flower bed, which is obviously what we're doing, we're looking for different kinds of sweet peas. We want early flowering varieties that give us early um, flowers in our cut batch. So they're early multi-flora types of sweet peas. And we're also looking for sweet peas that are the best for cutting and bringing indoors. So they have really long stems. They're beautifully scented. And the Spencer group of sweet peas are what we've always sound, found really successful. Spencer sweet peas have very large frilly flowers and long stems. So obviously great for us. Um, they're all scented and there's summer flowering. So if you want my advice, I'd look for Spencer sweet peas um, and because of that. Now, some people say that you sacrifice the scent of a sweet pea by the length of the stem. Uh, we haven't found this too much of a problem. You know, the length of stem is quite important to us. So I'm going to just run through some of the ones we've actually ordered for this year. Some of them were repeats from last year and some new ones are added to the list. Um, and where you could possibly buy them. We're quite choosy about where we buy our sweet peas. So I'll start with Aphrodite white. Now for us as a wedding florist, it's quite important to have lots of whites and we don't grow lots of sweet peas and lots of dark colours. 
because actually our market suggests that they want whites and pastels and pinks. And so we avoid really dark colours. We have a few because we quite like them. But generally, we're going towards the white and the pastel shades. So, yeah, Aphrodite White is a definite. They, they score scents of sweet peas, and this one sits in the middle. So we would recommend that one. It's got a scent score of three. It's sort of cream, and it's got a little pink around the edges. It's actually quite sweet. Um, white frills. These are obviously large, frilly white flowers on really long stems. Um, it's a first-class sweet pea for cutting. So I'd recommend that one. That one's got slightly less scent at three. Gwendolyn. Honestly, where do these names come from? This is a deep rose pink um, with a little bit of white, but deep rose pink um, sweet pea. And it's got a medium scent. Alan, Alan Williams. Um, this is a mid blue. And the reason we chose this one is this is prolific flowering over a really long period. And it has a medium scent. And also, the person we bought our house off here in 2007 was Alan Williams. I wonder if he was the man who did sweet peas. No, I'm sure he wasn't. But Alan Williams. The next one, Alison Louise. Now, this is an exceptional multi-flora Spencer in a bright mid-blue. Um, this is great for all cut flower growers. Very long um, stems. Raised by Roger Parsons, and I'll come back to him, and named after his wife. It actually features on the front of their catalogue this year, the 2020 catalogue, and it's new for this season. And it has a scent of four. So I'd recommend Alison Louise. Moving on, I would go for the Wild Swan. This is a white, large, frilly flower on long stems. This is brilliant. There's usually five or six flowers per stem. So I'd recommend that one. Some others I'd recommend, Anniversary, Brook Hall, Lucy Hawthorne, Molly Ritstone, Buccaneer, the Chelsea Centenary, and the Thea Bella. Like I say, where do they get these names from? But if you write those down, I'm going to attempt this week to turn my, it's on my to-do list, to turn my podcast into PDFs as well with some images. I think the beauty of podcasts is obviously that you can listen anytime in the car or walking the dog or doing it, you know, in the bath or whatever you're doing other things, which is great and fabulous. But it's nice also to be able to have a pen and paper and write some of the stuff down. So it's it has its benefits and its disadvantages. Just I know we're going to finish on who are the two suppliers of sweet peas that we buy our sweet peas from. Now, we love our sweet peas from Roger Parsons, and he's got a fabulous book out that I really, really would recommend. Um, you can buy that one. And then we buy them from Pennards. They're our two sweet pea suppliers. Um, you can buy all of these varieties, I'm sure, from lots of different places. But we find that supporting these kind of almost um, dedicated sweet pea um, growers, certainly with Roger Parsons, something we want to do. So that's it for this Sunday. I hope you've enjoyed listening about sweet peas. I hope if you're not already a member of our Cut Flower Collective that you'll come over and join us and talk about all things cut flowers. And uh, I, look, I have to think about next week's now, next Sunday. I'll have to think about um, what I want to do about that. But I'm quite happy for open for suggestions on the Cut Flower Collective, what you'd actually like me to talk about next week. Many thanks. Have a good week.
Thank you for listening. This has been the Cut Flower Podcast. Please do join us on our Facebook group, The Cut Flower Collective, for lots more hints and tips. Thank you.